Hey everybody, uh, hope your day is going well. I want to discuss, first and foremost, when we're getting back to the, the footwork, your stance and all of that, um, something that many of you may not think about, and that is your shoes and the terrain, okay? You have to be, I always dress with the thought of getting into a street fight in mind, okay? Um, you know, so for example, if it's snowy, okay, it's icy outside, and I got to go to a wedding, which I would, I would definitely want to talk everybody out of getting married, but you get the point. I'm going somewhere where I have to be dressed up. I have to wear dress shoes, a, 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 a suit or whatever. I'm going to be very hesitant now about getting into any kind of scrap because, uh, you know, my footing is not going to be very solid, okay? It's going to be slippery. And really, that's, that's really important. Um, you, you've got to be aware of all this kind of stuff. Uh, the landscape, you have to watch out for because you move on the balls of your feet and you kind of shuffle almost like a cat when you're fighting, okay? Uh, competitively. You don't really want to be caught on your heels. But that can actually trip you up in, in the street. There could be a crack. There could be a sidewalk or something where it's raised up. And you can get caught on that and stumble. All right. So these are things that you have to bear in mind and, and adjustments have to be made. So what I'm getting at is it's true that you might train and fight one way in the gym and another way in the street. That's why it's so imperative that I tell everybody you have to train predominantly as you are going to fight. So you can practice here in the gym, but you have to go outside if you're, if you're concerned with street fighting. You have to do your training in different conditions, okay? And I've always done that myself, and I've trained a lot of my students who are interested in street fighting those kind of tactics. I've taught them, now this is a little bit off, off the subject, but I've taught them how to defend themselves in a car, okay, front seat, back seat stuff. But really, learning how to fight in the snow, learning how to fight even in the rain, what happens if you slip? You know, there's just so many, we don't need to cover all the varieties here, you get the idea. And it's critical that you uh, learn to do that, okay? Uh, and the way to do it, Sure, you practice here in the gym. You get your, your basics down. You can try to mimic a little bit. But get outside. See what happens. You know, and if something bad happened outside, let's say you, you tripped, you stumbled, you bring it into the gym where you can, you know, practice that. You know, you, you, you uh, simulate what happened in the real world. Train it here in the gym, you know, where it's nice conditions. And then go back outside when you get the chance and work with your training par partner that way. I'm here to tell you that There'll never be a competition, to my knowledge, or to my, I don't ever think there'll be a competition, let's put it this way, that can even come close to the conditions uh, of a street scenario, all right? There's just too many variables in the street, okay? Uh, weapons, multi-assailants, blah, 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 blah. So you are going to have to be as creative as possible. Had a phone conversation last night with one of my students who called me. We talked for about an hour and a half. And he's all into the reality stuff. And, you know, the bottom line is I told him, look, you need to make, if you, 
you need to have a regular job where you can make your income not training hardcore life or death type of people because the amount of guys that are going to, or gals that are going to want to be involved in that is going to be very tiny if you're trying to run a martial arts school based on that you're going to go out of business because you have to have hundreds or at least probably a hundred students depending on your overhead and whatever and you're not going to get a hundred people that are going to want to train like that okay so you also have to be aware of liability and you have to realize that where do you draw the line what I'm getting at people is everything you do in the gym is basically fake okay what I mean by that is the people who come here realize people that you train with including yourself no one's really out to try to hurt you and in the back of your mind yes you know that you could get injured but you know your training partner's not going to pull a gun out and blow your brains out. He's not going to take your money. If you're a woman, he's not going to rape you. At least you would be hope you're in a gym that none of that stuff happens at, right? So not only does that play a game with you mentally, you know, your adrenaline's never going to get uh, high enough like it would in the street, but also your techniques are going to be held back. You might love tap somebody, okay, and say, well, I could have done this or I could have done that. Well, woulda, shoulda, coulda doesn't, doesn't matter okay um, I remember years ago when I was teaching and training guys that owned a I was teaching out of a JKD school and the long story short is this they were into the stick stuff you know they were all padded up and I said look I'm gonna tell you one thing you do not know that that stick hitting me is going to stop me in a real-life fight you think it might and it very well might but you don't know the one thing I do know is that as long as I'm all in this gear that you have me in, and you're all in this gear, I cannot hurt you. My punches aren't going to hurt you. I'm not going to be able to grab you and really, you know, put holds on you. So it's just to pretend. And then when they were doing their knife fighting with the magic markers, I, I just couldn't participate in that. I says, look, please bring out a real blade. Use a real blade on me. You might get one or two cuts in, but I'm taking you out. Okay, you're going to be doing all your moves going backwards because I'm coming after you. So my point is I don't know each and every one of your individual goals here. But I'm here to tell you that your training has to be as realistic as you can make it. And when I'm talking like the initial discussion here about shoes and, 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 and uh, the terrain, <clears throat> you can easily do that without hurting yourself. You can, you can make that real 100% by just taking it outside. If you're wondering how this would work in the snow, wait till it snows. Go outside and find out. The worst you're going to probably do is catch a cold, you know, and you probably won't do that. Um, so the whole point is you have to, if you're into reality training, you have to make it as real as possible. Now I am a not, I am not a fan of the, the of of well I'm not a fan of a, of a lot of things I guess because again it's it's not real but a lot of the reality martial arts are are fallacies as well okay um, you want to make an omelet you're gonna have to break a few eggs you're gonna get bruised up you're gonna probably get hurt a little bit but even if it's one day one day that you say I want my whoever I'm working out with to come at me with a real baseball bat a real knife 
even a gun with rubber bullets or plastic bullets, whatever. You might get injured. You might even have to go to the emergency room. But, you know, as long as he's not out to kill you, not out to hit you in the head, don't you think you should find out how you're really going to feel, how it's really going to, you know, what's going to really happen here? I've been through it, okay? Not only in real life, but I've been in training situations such as that where I wanted the, the guy to come at me. You know, let's go for it. And they have to realize that they're going to get hurt too. Because in order for me to stop them from attacking me, I can't pretend. I have to hit them. I have to do whatever it is that I'm going to do, full power, to stop them. So these are things that you think about. And that's why a school or my thought process is not going to be conducive to running a, a successful school because people in this day and age just are not going to want to put themselves through that. Um, but I'm here to tell you guys, the ones that you think you're serious and you're warriors, this is what it's going to have to take. You know, and, and yes, I'm, I'm, I know about all the lawsuits and everything else that can happen. Hell, your landlord where you do it at could sue you, you know, because or throw you out because they don't want to have stuff like this going down. But you can make, you have to take whatever you know and put it as close to the realism as you possibly can get without going out and actually looking for trouble. So these are things to think about. Um, and I'll, uh, I'll leave it at that. So I'll talk to you guys the next time.